0: Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. This is the least you will ever be. Can you let your hymn be resounding this morning? Make some Holy Ghost crazy noise this morning. Stand to your feet and give the Lord. The loudest shout of praise, the loudest shout of praise, is at the best you can do for Jesus. Everything, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. seats and go to five people and tell them your best day ahead of you glory to God leave your seats go to five people and tell them your best days are ahead of you your best days are ahead of you you ain't seen nothing yet eyes have not seen yes, have not heard it does not enter the hearts of any of the things that God has in store for you glory to God Take your seats in God's presence this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The best of God is ahead of you. The best of God is ahead of you. In the name of Jesus. This is the least you will ever be. You are making progress. You are transitioning. You are emerging. In the name of Jesus. God would open more doors for you. And your story will change for the good. In the name of Jesus. Am I talking about you this morning? Let your amen show that I'm talking about you this morning. Glory to God. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus this morning. Glory be to God. I'm sure you had a great week. Amen. Glory to God. How was your, How was your Neighbor, How was your week? Get an answer from your neighbor this morning. Glory to God. He's worthy of our praise. Thank you, Jesus. Genesis chapter 1. Let's go into the word of God this morning. Genesis chapter 1. We are looking at the book of the beginning. Glory to God. And I'm using for you title this morning. Taking territories. Glory to God. Say, neighbor. I'm taking territories for Jesus. Glory be to God. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 to 28 this morning. Glory to God. I want to welcome everyone watching online. Can we celebrate all our online viewers this morning? Can we give them a big hand? Let's celebrate them. Glory be to God. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 to 28. If you're there, say yes, I'm there. If you are not there, say wait for me. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Let's read verse 28 together. One, two, ready. Read. God blessed them, said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Feel the hurt, subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and every living creature that moves on the ground. Let's take a second reading from the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. If you want to learn how to do Romans, just read the book of Romans. Praise God. Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. God is good. Say, God is good. I'm not trying to get your attention. I said, God is good. Glory to God. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Romans chapter 8. From verse 18. It is, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing... With the glory that will be revealed in us. There's a glory that will be revealed in you. Don't you say amen to that. It says, for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Verse 20. For the creation was subjected to frustration. Not by its own choice, but by the will. Of the one who subjected it in hope, verse 21, that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God, verse 22. Since we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to this present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. I want to use for a title this morning, Taking Territories, Taking Territories, glory to God. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will anoint your word in the name of Jesus You will speak to us the way only you can. Enlighten our darkness in the name of Jesus. We ask that you will touch us at that very point that we desire your touch in the name of Jesus. Let lives be transformed. Let burdens be lifted. Let yokes be destroyed by the virtue of your word. Let the entrance of your word give light and understanding to our hearts in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in Jesus. And man just says a loud, amen. amen. And just says a loud, amen. amen. Now we read in the book of Genesis how that the Bible says God created man or God made man in his own image. Now that in itself is so remarkable. So the Bible tells us that God made man in his own image. So you are in the image of God. And that's so powerful. But that's not the emphasis this morning. My emphasis is the fact that when God made man, God gave man an express instruction. In fact, it was not a suggestion. It was an instruction. It was a mandate. It was a command. And God said to man, be fruitful. So God was not trying to admonish man. God said to man, be fruitful. So it was an instruction. It was a command. It was a mandate. God gave man that mandate and said to him, be fruitful. Glory to God. You are not in this world to survive. You're here to thrive. You're here to make a mark. You're here to leave your footprints in the sands of time. So you are not just here to occupy space. All right? Or to be one of the number. You are here because God sent you on a mission. You are a man on a mission, glory to God. Say neighbor, just to let you know that you are a man on a mission. So you are not in this world to survive. You are here to thrive. You are here to do well. You are here to do experts. The Bible says in Daniel 11.32, it says, those that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. So God sent you here, not just to occupy space or to be one of the numbers. God sent you here to thrive. God sent you here to make exploits. God sent you here for a purpose. Glory be to God. So you are not here to survive. And when God spoke to man, God said to man, Be fruitful. And that was the first thing that God said to man. And you and I need to pay attention to that. Glory to God. Now, if you want to, you know, find the value of a man's words, uh, the words that he speaks, you know, the first, his first words and his last words. you agree with that? Glory to God. So, God said, be fruitful. And for me, that's so powerful. Glory to God. Because God could have said different other things. God could have said, be prayerful. You know God is deliberate about what he says to us. God could have said be creative. He could have said, you know, fast. He could have said anything. But God deliberately or specifically said to man, be fruitful. And you see seeds precedes fruit. Seeds precedes fruit. So it would have been more correct if God said to man, be seedful so you can be fruitful. But God chose to say to man, be fruitful. So if seeds precede fruit, what that means is that inherent in man is the seed for his fruitfulness. So the seed for fruitfulness is inherent in man. So there is no man, there's nobody that God sends on the face of the earth without a seed in them. Glory to God. So God said to man, be fruitful. So the seed for fruitfulness is in man. The Bible says in Romans 8.19 that the earnest expectation of the creation are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The only people that will manifest are sons. The earnest expectation of the creation are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Only sons manifest. And the word son there is the word Yos, H-U-I-O-S, and it means matured son. Son who have come to the place of sonship by reason of interaction and fellowship with their father. So God says the earnest expectation of the creation, they are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So the word manifestation there is the word uncovering. In Greek, it's the word apocalypsis. So God, the entire world is waiting for the unveiling, the uncovering of the sons of God. Listen to me. There is a you that the world is yet to discover. All you see about yourself is not all there is. There is more to you than where you are right now. There is more to you than meets the high. There is more to you than than what your father told you. There is more to you than what your pastor told you. There is more to you than what your circumstances is telling you. Glory to God. The earnest expectation of the creation, they are waiting for the uncovering of the sons of God. Newsflash, you are more than this. Say so you are more than this. Glory to God. You are more than this. The Bible says in Second Corinthians 4.7 says we have this treasure in 18 verses that the excellency may be of God and not of any man. See, there's a treasure on your inside. There's a treasure on your inside that is waiting, that is crying for expression, that is crying for manifestation, there's a side of you that even you do not realize, or understand yet. How many of you have done things that you wonder, oh, was that me? Talk to me, anybody in the house. Because you're always evolving, you're always emerging. Some of the things I do now, if you ask me five years ago, if I could do them, I would say no, because I'm not wired to do it. But you see, as you grow, you understand that a new you is always emerging. And that's why the Bible says, it does not yet appear what we shall be. So all you see about yourself right now is not all there is. There is more to you right now than meets the eye. So anyone who judges you right now based on where you are is making the biggest mistake of their lives. Because there is more to you than meets the eye. Glory to God. There are people who judge people. Based on what they can see, based on what they drive, what they have. Oh, blind Bartimaeus. <laughs> the woman with the issue of blood. You no, know, people have a way of naming you based on your circumstance. Do you know that? Sometimes it's not deliberate. That brother that has that one shoe. There's somebody that described, you know we say that, oh, that guy that wears yellow shirt all the time, but your soul is about to change. Say your soul is about to change in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, why we look not at the things which are seen. But the things which are seen are temporal. They are subject to change. You won't always be like this. Some of you think that you are handsome. There There was a sister when I went to, you know, retake Wahek. We thought the sister was ugly. We thought until she began to prosper. And that prosperity was just you no know, prosperity on a level. She began to do well. See, this is not your real you. Say, 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 neighbor, this is not my real face. Say, neighbor, you think you know me, but you don't know me as you ought to. Say, by next day, come and look at me. Glory to God. Because there's something about you that is always evolving. That is always evolving. That is always changing. Glory to God. Now, let me have the, the picture of the stage, the metamorphosis. Now, look at this. How many of you remember this? If you can't remember this, I don't know the school you went to. You remember this? What is this? What is this? Life cycle of what? Of a butterfly. So you have what? You have what? You have what? See, this is where you're going. You didn't catch that. Some of you right now, you are on the hex stage. Your glory has not fully come out. You know what the Bible says: "Arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord." This is the glory of the Lord. You can see that the coat of many colors, where you become a beauty to your world. That men are amazed at the great things coming out, springing forth out of your life. Don't let anybody clap for you too soon. Life is in faces. What you see right now in your life is not the best of God. You are on the heck level. Then you move to the lava level. Then you move to the pupa level. Then you—you you are. Some of you here this year, you will come to your real self. You're going to come to your real self. I'm telling you. I was telling my wife yesterday that I, I, I think I'm beginning to live the kind of I'm not there. Like my life, I, I like it. <laughs> it's not the best yet. But he's looking like that picture. And some of you, you're going to look back at, at this year and everything you have written down, one by one, God will make them to come to pass. do you you say loud amen to that this morning? So let no man clap for you too soon. You are still a work in progress. Glory to God. The best of your days are ahead of you. I'm telling you the best of there some of you here you will raise the dead you will heal the sick you cast out devils because that's what you are called to do glory to God you may be struggling right now to pray for one heart but that, that's your butterfly level to cast out devils glory to God go ye into all the world and make disciples of all nations that's where you are going to glory to God say glory to God God says, be fruitful at the first stage. Multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. You can see the different stages, the different dimension, the different journey that God is taking us, that God intends for man the level of fruitfulness is the lowest level. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? The level of fruitfulness is the lowest level. That's why we are in a place like this. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm lacking the empty chairs. Glory to God because God will fill them up. Amen. It now is not the best of God. There is more that God has in store for you. For eyes have not seen. For ears have not heard. Does not enter the heart of anyone. The things that God has in store for those that love Him. There is more that God has in store for you. Glory to God. So the climax is that you come to a place where you are dominating. So you move from, from. being fruitful, to multiplying, to replenish, to subduing and then you come to a place where you take territories, You have dominion. And that's the level you're going to glory to God. So that's the level you're going to glory to God. You have dominion. Praise God. The seed which every man would take over the world with is already resident in them. The seed with which you are going to dominate your world is already resident in you. There is nothing that God wants to do outside of what he has done. There is nothing that God wants to do outside of what he has done for you. There is no new thing that God wants to do that he has not done. Everything you need to be that person, to dominate your world, to take territories, is already on your inside. But you see, to take territories, you need to understand that there is something on your inside. Ah... Hold your voice, say there's something on my inside. Grab your chump, there's something on my inside. I can feel it. There's something on your inside. I'm telling you the truth. How many of you here you've done things that you never thought you could do? I remember my wife was, you know, called to come and anchor an event, and all that. She, she said, Oh, I don't do events, I can't anchor events. And she did that anchoring and did it so well. She did that with um, Papa. Amazing. See, there's greatness locked up on your inside. There are dreams, there are books locked up on your inside. You are carrying companies. Some of you are carrying schools. Glory to God. Some of you are carrying schools. I'm coming so you can see your face. The world is in the eyes. Amen. Some of you are carrying schools. You are carrying corporations. I carry a mega church. Do you get what I'm saying? You need to understand that what you're carrying is bigger than where you are right now. Some of you here, you are carrying graces and giftings that the world has not even seen. There are things that eyes have not seen. Some of you are sitting on nations. You are sitting on corporations. You're sitting on business ideas. You're sitting on ministry gigs. Glory to God. There are people here on the side of my voice that will pass a grace made outside of the country they are here glory to God and you have to understand that the seed that God has placed on your inside is not for decoration, it's for exploits it's for exploits see, you, God is not a waster of resources God cannot bring you here and all that he has for you to do on this earth on this is to get married, have a child drive one car Travel to Dubai. And... No! That does not sound like my God. You know, there are people that the climax of your achievements is to get married. Marriage? You must be kidding. Oh, when do you want to do this? When I'm married, I want to get married first. Marriage is not an achievement, it's a liability. It's a good thing because I'm married. It's responsibility. It's not an end. It's the means to an end. So your life's purpose cannot be to get married. See, my vision is to marry and raise children. No! That's not a calling. God will not drop you here that all that you have to do is to just get married and have a car. One for daddy, one for mommy, and one for junior. No, that's not God. Glory to God. Greatness lies on your inside. I said greatness lies on your inside. Sometimes you have to you have to wake up in the night and say yourself, I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than this. Look at your bank account. Say, I'm bigger than this. I am more than this. Glory to God. Say, Glory to God. You understand that. There is more to you than where you are. To take territories, you have to understand that there's a seed that God has placed on your inside. Do you understand what I'm saying? Philemon once is saying you must acknowledge every good gift on your inside. See, you are not you are not here empty, you, you are loaded. You are loaded. In fact, you are too loaded to fail. You are too loaded not to do well. You are the solution that the world is waiting for. So you acknowledge that grace, that potential that God has placed on your inside. That's your seed. That's the seed that you will use to take the world. The seed that God has placed on your inside. Sometimes, if you're to have meeting with ourselves, call yourself into a meeting. I say, Sheol, I want to meet with you. You sit down. I'm going to talk to yourself. You know, there are things that you can avoid When you talk to yourself, there are certain people that you you know that the way that you're living your life is going to end in poverty. If you can tell yourself, the way you are borrowing money, all the app know you. You know. You should be able to tell yourself. They know you in every loan company. They know you. They send broadcast. We see the broadcast. I'm serious. They send us message. Call. We have been looking for... Of person tell themselves the truth, they will know that their finance need an urgent attention. But people fail to, to tell themselves the truth. There are some people that the way they are living their marriage, in a year or two, they will lose that marriage. But people don't tell themselves the truth. So you must acknowledge that there is greatness on your inside. You see that business you're doing, you must understand that that business has the capacity to be a global business. You must understand that. So you must acknowledge every gift that God has placed on your inside. Number two, you must put your seed to work. As a seed that God has placed on your inside, you must put that seed to work. You must use that seed. You must engage that seed. Can you please show my slides? You must use that seed. You must engage that seed. But oh, you see, the problem most times is because a lot of us don't. We don't. We don't put a premium. On that seed, we think in our hearts that those seeds do not have the capacity to bring anything significant to us. We don't believe it. Who would have thought that what God will use to pack the race is a rod? I mean, think about it that what God wants to use to part the Red Sea is the rod. I thought God would give somebody an idea to... No, God can give somebody an idea to invent a machine that can part the sea. But God chose to use a rod. Who would have thought when God spoke to Joseph that he would become a prime minister in a foreign land. Who would have thought that it would be Dreams. (laughs) <laughs> an interpretation of dreams that God will use. Wow! don't you here, you have rods in your hands. Rods. You have rods. I know my rod. There are things that you have that you've not paid attention to. That is the seed. That is what God wants to use. Glory to God. And it's high time, you start paying attention to those things. I know by God's grace, I have the gift of leadership. I have the gift of administration. It is with that gift that I will take over my world. I know I have the gift of running business. I know that. It is with that gift that God You used to take over the world. And you must come to terms. Use that gift and use that seed. It's a seed of greatness on your inside. Waiting for expression, waiting for manifestation. In fact, the world there is that they are waiting. He says they are eagerly waiting, they are waiting. Come on, what do you have to offer? We are waiting for says the their old nation, they are groaning as in childbirth, they are groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The world is waiting for you, the world is your stage. Glory to God. The world is waiting for your brainchild, child, the world is waiting for your gifties. You are to go into the world and preach the gospel that's what you were born to do the world there speaks of cosmos the systems of this world you have to go into the world and preach the gospel you are not the salt of the church you are the salt of the earth you are not the light of the church you are the light of the world a city set upon a hill cannot be hidden no man lights a lamp and puts it under a bushel glory to God See, there's one of you here that you have to come to terms with the fact that you are going to be known. You are going to be famous, not as an ambition, but as a fulfillment of scriptures. No man lights a lamp and put it under a lampstand. i put it under a bushel, but he puts it where? On the lampstand. To give light to everyone. You are a light giver. The world is waiting for your light. Shine your light. In entertainment, shine your light. In business, shine your light. You are a change agent. Go and be that change agent. You were born for this. Glory to God. Use your You know that if you don't use something, it begins to what? begins to deteriorate. If you build the house, and nobody lives in the house, you see that the house begins to what? Cracks. The value begins to drop. You must begin to engage what God has placed on your inside. See, tell anybody, say neighbor, You are still on the heck level. Say, neighbor, it's time to be the butterfly. Glory to God. See, your place is not on the ground. Your place is in the air. You were born to fly. You were born to fly. I'm telling you who you are. Not minding where you are right now. Understand that you were born. Number three, plant your seed. Plant your seed. Paul planted Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. Plant your seed. Jake said, you never know what your seed has the capacity to produce until you plant it. That idea you're sitting on, you never know. Sitting on, imagine that those who created Google, sat on it. Imagine that those who created TikTok did not create it. Imagine those who created Facebook did not create it. Imagine those who created this mic did not create it. Can you create something meaningful? You were not born to be creating dance steps. Dance steps, it it is inconsequential in the scheme of things. You were born to be a solution. To your world, so you plant your seed. The Bible says, except the kind of wood falls down and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Some of you here, all God is willing for is your obedience. Obey and see God at work in your life. And That's why that interaction, that communication with God is so important. Because you must understand how and when He's speaking to you. Glory to God. You must plant your seed. You must plant your seed. Discover your seed. Plant your seed. You must water your seed. You must water your seed. Let me tell you something. Anything you don't water does not experience increase. Paul planted and God gave increase? No. Paul planted, Apollos watered. And then. God gave the increase. So you must water your seed. You must water your seed. Let me tell you this. For instance, you have... um, Let's say you have a garden. Somebody, you know, made you a beautiful garden and all that... And then, you know, you, you have that garden. And then, it's a great garden. It looks awesome. It looks great. But you never water it. What will? It begins to what? It begins to change color. It begins to lose its beauty. That's what happens. There are some of you that God, all you need to do is a little watering. And that's where God comes in. Just a little watering and you will see God at work in your life. God, you are, some people say that, oh, I'm waiting on God. When God is actually the one waiting on you. You are saying, where is the God of Elijah? God is saying, where are the Elijah's of God? God is counting on you. You have to water your seed. What is that seed, that grace that God has placed on your inside? When was the last time you watered it? When was the last time you watered it? Let me tell you something. There are people that will never... You know, the Bible says a man's gift makes room for him, right? And brings him before what? Before great men. If you read Exodus 9, 11, it speaks about favor to men of skill says the race is not to the sweet. says bread is not to the wise. says riches is not to what? To men of understanding. And favor to what? To men of skill. People only give favor to men of skill. Read the Bible. When David was sent for in the palace... They said about him that what? He was skillful in playing. He was skillful in playing. What is that gift that you have on your inside? Have you refined that gift? Have you refined it? You know, there are people who who sing and there are people who sound. There are two different things. Do you know that? Do you know that there are... How many of you here, you know, you watch some of those uh, variety shows. I think the Nigerian High Doors and all that. And then you see people come for auditioning. And then you're wondering. You mean you came? You mean they are calling for those who sing? And some of those things look like they acted it up. Does anybody agree with that? Because it's almost unbelievable. I saw one say I believe I can fry. And the guy told him then fry away. <coughs> That's just the way some people are. Sometimes you know, sometimes you think about something and you are wondering, oh, you, you actually you know think that you know you, so you actually think that I would give you my clothes to sew for you. You can only go with maybe mediocre once. Just once. Do you know that? You have a tailor and then, you know, I mean, you give dream, oh. I mean, they, they, how many of you here you give your tailor something to sew and then you are surprised. <laughs> Even the tailor is surprised. Even me, I, I, I don't understand how it came out. Like, your tailor is telling you. There is a problem. Do you, you get what I'm saying? Because you are surprised. <laughs> you are both surprised. You understand what I'm saying? There are people that you go to. I'm not you hear you entered a car, maybe you entered an Uber, and there was just a way that somebody attended to you, the driver of the car. And you, you almost feel like, can I have your contact so you can just be carrying me every time? And there are some other persons that are telling you that they are telling you that the way you entered, that it was too it was too. You enter too suddenly. Ragullen now. like How many of you here? You've been to a church, and then the pastor is preaching, and then you are sleeping. You're sleeping. Don't be. Don't be ashamed of your own church. Raise your hand up. And then the pastor said, "And Jesus went to Jerusalem." And it's to him. And then you're wondering, Pastor, do you actually have a calling? That's a place of skill. The Bible says, and David played skillfully unto the Lord. Whatever you're doing, there's a better way to do it. Your ministry, your business, Nobody takes anyone who is on a medical level seriously. You know there's a way you can keep your hair. Your hair, you keep your hair. Looks neat, looks tidy. There's another way you can keep your hair. And people will not take you seriously. Do you agree with what I'm saying? God is counting on you. The world is waiting for you. I'm telling you on the god in the next six months, God is going to raise a new set of leaders in this country. And not just because it's election time, God is going to raise a new crop of leaders. And if you if you are sensitive, you will understand there's a change of baton. Not just in the ministry, as you can see, there's a change of baton. God is deliberately giving some people speed because of his agenda. Because he wants to use them to say that, see, this is what the Lord can do with a man who is consecrated to his purpose. In the next six months, your name will come up in the news. Doing something massive for God. Doing something great for God. Did anybody receive that this morning? Are you sure that I wish it this morning? And I sense this in my heart that God is about to pick some people from the back side to the front line, and it's going to happen in the twinkle of an eye. It will be like a dream. It will be like a dream. God is always looking for men. I'm telling you, God is always. God said, "I sought for a man." Who will stand in gap? Ezekiel 22, 30. God is always looking for people. People to commit resources into their hands. People to use mightily for his kingdom. God is always in search of people. But the question is, are you ready? Are you prepared to be used It's a generation that does not understand process. That's not, that does not understand service. They don't understand that some things take time. There's nothing to do. There's nothing. You do some certain things. You just have to wait on God. Everybody wants to blow. Everybody wants to blow. Nobody wants to go through process. Nobody, nobody wants to walk. Yeah. Do you know that there are people? People don't learn handiwork again. They don't learn some of those things again. Or something, somebody and oh he's, I think it's a welder. Or somebody say, "Oh, like don't you have you know an apprentice?" Say, "Huh. We don't have. Oh, they are not driving your car. All of them. That's what he, that was what the guy said. People don't want to go through process." Everybody just wants to overnight just may you not blow ah I say pastor no let me blow if you jump up you will come down if you grow up you will stay up Some of you, that prayer does not make any sense to you, because you're like, Pastor, when I blow first, I will know how to, I will know how to manage everything. Let me say it this way: May God, no, may you not get what you are not ready for. there is a way some of us feel about certain things. I'm ready. I'm ready. Who determines your readiness? Tell me, who determines your readiness? Who determines your readiness? Talk to me, who determines your readiness? You determine your readiness? God. says that he may exalt you in due time. God knows, he said, he gave to every man according to their what? To their ability. God knows your ability. He knows what you can handle. Have you not seen people who have done everything they know to to achieve certain things and those things have not come to pass? Have you you met people like that? They've done everything they know to. They've read books, they've prayed, they've fasted, they've done all they know to do. Nothing is happening. God is always on time. And I sense in my heart this is somebody's time. The Lord will arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yes, the set time is now. I declare in the name of Jesus. This is your set time for a miracle. Said this is your set time for a testimony. In the name of Jesus, everything that you have seen with your eyes that you have imagined in your spirit in this season, they are coming into your hands. I thought you would say believing amen to that. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy over grace made this is a season of handling your prayer requests in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus it's a season of answered prayers i heard that the lord said that to me right now it's a season of answered prayers the things you have prayed about in the name of jesus this is the season of answered prayers. Lift your toes and say, it's my season of answered prayers. I just sense a miracle this week for somebody here. A miracle this week. This week. Unexpected. I hear the word suddenly in my spirit. Suddenly. 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 Suddenly the gates will open. Suddenly the doors will open. Suddenly the miracle will come. Suddenly your testimony will come. Suddenly the breakthrough will come. Suddenly that dream will come to pass in your life. It will happen suddenly in the name of Jesus. You've been praying to God. But this is the season of suddenly. And it will happen for you in the name of Jesus. Let your amen be the loudest this morning. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shenhu Oshibeson podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shenhu on Instagram at Shenhu Oshibeson or at gracemadeNG.